views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everyone. It's so great to be connecting with you. Yeah, this is really cool. It's very, very cool. I want to thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. I'm going to wish you now like most fabulous, fabulous new year. You know, many of you have been asking us, Pat, okay, like we're waiting. You know, every year you guys have a theme for the Dr. Pat show and Transformation Talk Radio, but you haven't busted it out yet. You know, you haven't been like, oh, this is our theme. And there's a very good reason for it. But I forget what that is. Uh, You know, maybe it's because I needed to talk to Holland today. Holland Haas. Maybe I needed to talk to Holland about it today. Because what I have to tell you, this is the deal. This is the book she has put together, right? Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I've just been waiting for this moment. And how brilliant is Linda to be scheduling this? So here, you know, here, here's this, right? So how is it that one gets to be successful business consultant, right? How do you get to be somebody that can mentor, facilitate clients to reach their goals? But wait a minute, wait a minute. Also be coach on the art of leadership the value communication, marketing, and then write a book. And then write a book called Consciously Connecting. I'll tell you, that's what today's show is about. This is what it's about. What does it mean for each and every one of us to consciously connect? Uh, Her book, Consciously Connecting, A Simple Process to Reconnect in a Disconnected World, is so relevant to today. When she and I first met, you know, we talked, talked, talked about what is happening in the world, what's the energy, what's the life force, and what is going to be required of us in this age of technology where we feel, mm, some people feel so disconnected. What is it, what's, what's going to take for us to reconnect A, with ourselves, and then with each other? Well, today's show is about that. Holland, it's great to have you here. Great to be chatting with you again. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited just hearing your intro, and my stomach's bouncing around, and I can't wait to play. Well, you know, we held back. uh, Every year we have a theme for the upcoming year. And I decided this year, uh, because there's so much happening right now, you know, there's, it's as if something exploded in the month of December that I actually don't know much about, but people that are in the world of astrology, numerology, healing, they have a sense of it. But do you have a sense of something changing and shifting, Holland? And welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, listeners, for being here today and spending time with us. Uh, Yes, uh, actually, there is a shift, and I'm feeling it more and more year by year, and that really special full moon that we we all kind of felt that was bringing our emotions to the surface and, Mm -hmm. and really bringing to the surface some of those goals we've been working on and either making them more tangible or not, we are moving into this place of empowerment. And we are at, at a place of deciding where we're going to empower ourselves and how we want to do that. And we've, for, for many of us, and, and part of the reason I, I wrote the book is so many of us have handed over our power to our devices. And it's really time to look at where we need to disconnect and how and where we need to reconnect. Well, let's talk about this for a minute because people are, you know, very much aware, very much aware of uh, how busy their lives are. Busy, busy, busy. Mm -hmm. So let's just you and I be really clear about something. We are also very, very busy. Right. It's not like we're sitting around saying, oh, we're not so busy. You know, we're connecting. Why can't you? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm as challenged as the next person listening to this show. Don't you think you are as well? I think we all are. Life has changed. The work world has changed. This is not our our parents' way of managing a household or going to work. And so we all agree that the world is moving faster, that the workforce has changed, how we connect and and either do things personally or professionally has changed. So we're all busy. What we have to consciously make the decision to do is to take some time for ourselves. We, We have to be willing to say, okay, I'm not any busier than anybody else. We're all busy on this merry-go-round. And I have to be willing to take the time and make the commitment to myself and to my family to step off occasionally and really recharge for myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Let's talk about the book for a minute. Consciously Connecting, A Simple Process to Reconnect in a Disconnected World. I love that you've put this together in a step-by-step way for us to follow. Because I don't know about you, but I've heard time and time again from people that, you know, I can follow directions. Really, I can. I can follow good orderly direction. I can do that. Uh, But I'm confused because everything seems so abstract. What do you say to that? Because we live in an interesting energy where I don't think we've ever been as abstract as we are now or conceptual as we are now, yet we're having to follow instructions just to use our phone. Yes, yes. Well, I I think there's a, you know, we're going through a time where it's a, a little like, we're, we're making things a little more difficult than they really need to be. And what happens is it, it's as if we're, we are rewiring our brains to always think that the obvious cannot be the obvious and that we need seven points to get from here to 10 feet away as opposed to just one set of directions, which is just get up and walk. You know, part of that is... You know, when we think about emails and, and how emails began, and they were supposed to be something very quick, something very short, and look at the way emails have 
changed and the way they are used now you can you and I can be having a decision about what conference room we'd like to have a meeting in and we can pass 37 emails for the next four days and we're going to end up with conference room a on floor seven it, it we are forgetting simplicity and I think that's what I I tried I, I hope that I did a good job in stripping things down and making it simple because we are we are trying to make things more complex than they are. Yeah, I love that you've broken broken this down for us, and we're going to talk about this, you know, throughout the show today. Um, you know, but part of simplicity, you know, people think and this is really kind of an interesting conversation. Somebody actually said this the other day, and here was my response. You know, there's this simplicity at some level has gotten a bad rap. And mm-hmm. the rap that it's gotten, here's what was said to me. You know, sophi- simplicity is just not sophisticated. And I said, I don't agree with you at all. I mean, I, I don't even <laughs> understand. It. By the way, sophistication is so overrated. So here's <laughs> me now, right? You know, yeah. but I'm talking to you who lives in Manhattan, you know, the home of sophistication, some people think. But where, what is it about simplicity that has gotten such a bad rap? What is it about our consciousness around this where we think if it's not simple, it's not wor- if it's not if it's not complicated, it's not worth anything? Well, it, it's really interesting you bring this up. And I think for a while, simplicity was considered old school. It mm-hmm. was considered uh, something back in the day that your parents did. It wasn't it, it wasn't it didn't have all the bells and whistles. And I think what has happened is we've now looked at all the bells and whistles and don't get me wrong some of what technology offers is fantastic it is amazing to be 3000 miles away and if you have a contract you need to sign or you have you know people can can hear this interview on another continent it is because of technology so i don't want the listeners to misunderstand that I love technology, and technology has a place. But I think what we are seeing is that we are yearning for simplicity, and we know this because what is coming back into into style, if you will, or back into fashion? Look at The Tonight Show, for example. They play silly games. Re- remember when it was thought if your family played games, you were squares and you were really out of it and you weren't, you, you know, you were, you were simpletons. Now people are getting together and on a, on a late night talk show, they're playing silly games. Why? Because we are looking for connection in a different way. And we know that it happens through some of the simpler things. Potlucks are coming back into style. Yes. Picnics, yes. Uh, going to national parks. You know, there was a time going to national parks. I remember doing that as a kid, and some of the neighborhood kids stuck their nose up, and they're like, that's all you're going to do? It was, it was like, oh, so simple and boring. Now people crave to go to those parks. You, you sign up a year in advance to stay in, in some of these park lodges. So simplicity is is what we are craving and yearning for, which is why we are moving in that direction. Yeah. One of the things that I want to just say, and let's talk about this when we come back, you know, what's what I love about what Holland has put together is it is a guide. You know, it is something that you can look at and you can take action because it's mapped out for you. But how is it that we go about this? 
you know, what has Holland learned in time? And, you know, in working with people all over the globe, what are some of the challenges that seem to be coming up for us that are pretty universal? You know, is it something we really yearn for? Do we yearn to connect? When we come back, Holland's got to talk about that and take us on a journey through this process, consciously connecting. Holland Haas joining me here today, works with business executive, coaches people across the globe, and is the author of Consciously Connecting, a simple process to reconnect in a disconnected world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, everyone. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic have you ever tried maca meet my friends at the maca team They are dedicated to bringing you the highest quality, traditionally grown, organic, GMO-free maca supplements on the market. Their high-potency maca products have a vast array of health benefits and will make the perfect gift for that special person this holiday season. Use maca in your shakes, baking, herbal teas, and much more. Visit drpatspicks.com today to see our holiday offers and specials. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeluceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. And actually, uh, Holland has gifted our listeners with a couple of free gifts, and we're going to give them away during the, so, uh, the, during the show. One of them is a free 30-minute coaching session with Holland, as well as we have two free ebook downloads. Uh, so uh, we'll tell you a bit about those. 
uh, Holland, you know, this is really kind of a, a, a conversation that I'm sure you have when you begin to work with people. I know that folks are very interested in understanding, well, what is the process? How are we going to go about this? Uh, but I'm really curious in knowing what are some of the challenges people face uh, with a beginning, you know, to take on a process of change like this and B with really actually seeing the value of connecting or do they get it immediately? I think it depends on where you are at what mm-hmm. point you um, at what point you're on in your journey. So I, I think it's a little different for everyone. Some mm-hmm. folks get this immediately. We we start to flesh out some some ideas and look at goals and, and look at what they feel they haven't accomplished and, and they're curious why, and we're able to, to flesh some of that out really quickly. For others, it's not so easy, uh, and that's okay. There's, there's no right or wrong. It's wherever you are on your path. We are living, many of us are living on this diet of disconnect. We don't even know what we want. So often I will ask a client, what it is they want uh, in, in their business or in their life. And you would think that it is a very simple question, yet it is so complex because very often the answer becomes, well, you know, my business partner would like or my spouse would like, and I have to stop them and say, what did you just hear me say? And they said, well, you, you want to know what our business wants. I said, no, I want to know what you want. For your business or what you want in your life. And so we're not used to asking ourselves this question. Very often we, we get out of school and we, we start uh, the habit trail of life and we're moving quickly and we're getting jobs and finding our, you know, getting our sea legs and getting apartments and moving and getting married and having families and doing all these wonderful things. And sometimes we really forget to stop and take a look at what it is that we want. So I really get uh, people both personally and business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs to stop, walk away from the automatic pilot of what you think you should be doing or what someone else wants for you. And we really start by looking at what it is that you want for you. And that's a lot of what I tried to incorporate very simply into consciously connecting uh, for those who maybe don't have the opportunity to work with me, that they would be able to do simple exercises that empower them and give them the ability to start consciously plugging into what it is that they want and how to go about it. You know, it's really interesting. Somebody asked me, uh, the uh, I can't remember when. It was about a week or so ago, I guess. They said to me, Pat, you know, what do you want for the new year? You know, what's on your what's on your desire list? Uh-huh. And I love the desire question. I'm one of these folks that actually does believe that we were meant to have desires. Why else would we have them? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's very different than wants and needs for me. You know, it's very different than, oh, you know, Holland, I need blah, 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 right? Yeah. They're very different. It's like, what is my heart? What is my heart desire? And, you know, out of my mouth came the simplest thing. And the person was shocked. And I said to them, I would like to eat ice cream every night and not gain a single pound. And they looked at me like, (laughs) oh, my God, Pat, how dare you? You know, you're supposed to have a profound, like, desire deal that comes out. And I have to tell you, at the moment, that was it. 
you know, I'm going through an ice cream phase here, Holland, okay? I'm, I, I'm and, with and, you and, there. You know, I, I love it. it. And you used to eat it every single night. So I, I get that well. one. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what it's about. You ready? And I saved this for you to talk okay, to Okay, I'm ready. Because maybe you can help us with this. Growing up as a child, I rarely saw my dad. Rarely. He worked 24-7. You know, we don't, I don't come from a, a wealthy family. I don't come in. I'm, I'm from the Bronx, okay? And my dad worked in a trucking business 24-7. But I will tell you that on a Saturday night, right, and I don't even remember what the show was that we sat and watched with him, out came the ice cream. Mm. Now, if that is not symbolic for a yearning to connect, I don't know what is. What do you make of that? Because sometimes it's not as obvious, right, as to what we want. But here I am. I got my best friend in town. And the way that I'm spending time with her because she's staying with me and because we're very, very busy in what we're creating, we have ice cream. Please don't send me to Weight Watchers, okay? No, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, again, I think that we have, um, we worry so much about what we eat instead of enjoying okay. when we have those splurges and when we have that, that time that we in, enjoy foods that we, we wouldn't want to make them the foods that we eat 24-7, obviously, <laughs> uh, because we want to nourish our bodies, but we get so hung up in shaming ourselves and telling ourselves we shouldn't be doing this, that we miss the joy and it leaves that hole empty. And that hole sometimes is about connecting on a much deeper level. That is the same reason uh, that I enjoy ice cream, not because of your dad, but, <laughs> but because of what it meant to my family. And there is that connection for those easier times, those slower times when you sit and you enjoy that ice cream and, and what that means. And I think for you, you're very conscious. And this is what I'm asking your listeners to do. Go out on a limb and look at some of your behaviors, some of the things you like to do, or maybe some of the things that you don't like to do. And become consciously aware of what it is that these experiences mean for you and why certain, certain things like ice cream draw you and draw you more often and what does that mean to you and what, what is it that you need in your life at that time? Because maybe, maybe someone's body can't eat ice cream every day, their, their metabolism and their makeup, they, they can maybe have it once every couple of weeks. So they would then want to look at, hey, I know what this means. This means I'm needing to connect to my family on a very deep level. So let me pick up the phone and have a conversation with my sister, my brother, my mom, my dad. You know, if, you're, if your parents are no longer around and it represents this for you, then spend more time bonding with your children, taking them out to the park, throwing a Frisbee, having a walk sitting down and shutting off devices and the television and having a conversation because that's really, you're craving, the ice cream is, is really the, 
the metaphor, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's not really the ice cream you want. It's that closeness. It's that camaraderie. It's that feeling and connection to family and what family means to you. That, and it's done with the vehicle of ice cream. Now, thank you all for your text messages and your instant messages you're sending me, asking me what flavor I liked. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Now, here's the icing on the cake, if we would. I guess we're going to have a sugar swing right here. Uh, uh, you know, it's an interesting question. I bought a flavor ice cream with my friend Linda the other day that I have never bought before. Now, this is really tying this into what you're saying, right? And everything that we're talking about is in the book. I bought a, an ice cream that was that was my best friend's mom's favorite ice cream. Mm. You know, she is, you know, no longer with us in the earth's wow. skin. Yeah, right? Now it's getting a little eerie right here. Deep but you connection. understand. It's a, re- it's, a real, it's a real bond that the two of it's you have. It's a real bond. For yep. you to pick that up. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I, and here's what it is. I bought, for those of you, butter pecan ice cream. That's what I bought. And it's not an ice cream I buy. I know that I have never bought that ice cream Interesting. myself. But it was Linda's mom. And this is the time of year that I so treasured with her mom. So, you know, this is really in our lives, isn't it, Holland? We seek out ways to remind ourselves of what it means to be consciously connected to each other. And, you know, sometimes we don't realize it. I mean, had I not reread your book and had I not been talking with you, I don't know that I would have made that connection on my own, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you you know, there are no accidents, as, (laughs) as we know. And what this really shares with you is it lets you know now that at this time of year, that bond with Linda's mom and how important it was and how special, that now this allows you to be more cognizant, more conscious of that thread. And so next year, you may not need the butter pecan. You (laughs) can go about it in a different way. And, hey, if there's butter pecan involved, you know, that's not a bad thing either. No, no, no. (laughs) But it allows you to really be more conscious. And that's the place that I believe in 2016 and moving forward, that we are all headed in that direction in our own way. It is, we, I'm definitely feeling a, a shift, a planetary yeah. shift. Yeah, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how um, uh, we have several gifts, actually, for all of you out there, for a couple of you folks out there. We'll tell you about that when we come back. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that Holland points out in the book for, you know, and I love it. It's the third Sunday in April. Connect to words. Connect to words. You know, what does this mean when we say it's time to start connecting to your words by empowering the content of your daily dialogue with positive and non-judgmental verbal communication? When we come back, we'll talk with Holland about this. We'll give you lots of information about how you can find out more about the book, about her website, about her work. Stay tuned, everyone. Are you ready to connect to words? We'll be right back.
The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basile and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Tune in to the Angels and Answer Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. The new era of financial planning is upon us, where it is just as important to focus on your inner wealth game as it is your outer wealth game. Would you like to be in the forefront of this new groundbreaking financial movement? Lynn Brown, award-winning financial planner, energy coach, and international radio host, will share real, actionable money wisdom infused with empowering tips, fear-busting exercises, and money-growing magnetism. Are you ready to create your fully financially healthy life? Join Lynn for this free two-hour full-spectrum financial planning workshop in Bellevue, Washington on January 12th from 6 to 8 p.m. Register by January 5th as space is limited and will fill up fast. Call in today at 425-372-4749. That's 425-372-4749. Light food and beverages will be included. See you there. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am so thrilled. Holland House, Holland House joining us here today. Holland Haas. Haas. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> Holland Haas joining us here today. Uh, and, you know, my gosh, I couldn't get that out. I was just having a moment there. It reminded me of when I was a teenager and I was stuttering. Oh, my gosh. There we go. Uh, today, though, it is really, it really is a moment to really think about our words. And there we were. You know, this is what happens in our lives. You know, how do we connect to words? Sometimes we get it right, and sometimes you just do it the way that I just did it. But in the end, 
it's a process. That's what we're going to talk about. Before we do that, though, as I promised to everyone out there, we've got a couple of really cool giveaways. Um, Holland, take a minute and tell folks a bit about the two free ebook downloads that we're going to yes. give away first. Yes. Well, the ebook downloads are of the book Consciously Connecting, and this will really give you the power uh, that you need to really move forward in 2016. So you're going to be given a code. And then you can upload this to your iPad, your, your Kindle, uh, any, any of those devices. It, it works with any of them. So we'll, we'll send you those directions on how you can do that. I love it. And, you know, one of the things Holland says, and this is what we're finding to be so true, is that once you begin consciously connecting, you never look back. And that's what we're talking about. You know, for those of you out there, let's take our first caller. Benny, we'll make sure that we uh, get your information. 1-800-930-2819. We'll take our first caller. We'll give each of these away separately. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a shout. We'll make sure those phone lines stay open for the rest of the show as well. And we'd love to give uh, two of these away. We'll do them one at a time. You know, Holland, one of the things, uh, before we jump to this, what is the website? Tell us the best way for people to find out more about you, but also to get a copy of the book on their own. Yes. So the easiest way to find me is by my name. Uh, my name, again, is Holland Haas. So that's double L's and double I's. H-A-I-I-S, like Sam, and uh, dot com. So hollandhaas.com. And uh, on the website, you can purchase the book there. You can go to barnesandnoble.com. You can go to amazon.com. So it's, it's definitely out there and waiting for you. Oh, I love it. You know, I could have picked a number of different things in the book. And, you know, I think there are two things important to talk about with our listeners. One is, how is this book written? But also, I happen to pick uh, Connect to Words. And I said something to you during the break. I said, you know, I've read a lot of books over the 13 years so or so I've been doing this. And a lot of them about words and a lot of them about thoughts. But I've not really heard somebody say connect to words. And that is really so different because we do spend a lot of time pulling words out, trying to say the right thing. But right here, you're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, this is a way for you to connect to words. Tell our listeners what this is about. But I'm really interested, why is this important now? Why is this important in the world and the energy that's changing now? Well, I think this is so important because of the shift that is happening. Uh, many of us, and unfortunately, I, I hate to say it, especially women more so than men, have found ourselves in conversations that have been laced with the insidious tone of, of criticism. And, you know, very often you, you can walk down the street or you can stand in line somewhere to, to get a coffee and people may be discussing someone's weight or what they're wearing. And, you know, when you stop and think about do you really want to be spending your time being critical Choosing those sorts of words and throwing those arrows at someone, whether they hear you or they don't, because what is happening is that's negativity. And those negative thoughts are creating an indelible imprint on your mind. And you begin to hook into critical and verbally abusive dialogue, which furthers your disconnect. 
And we are all working toward being conscious and connecting in ways that are positive and empowering. And critical speaking, critical words, even shaming ourselves, oh, I'm so stupid, oh, I can't, oh, what an idiot, I can't believe I did that. We want to become cognizant of that also and very conscious because that, again, hooks us and imprints in the way that we start to view the world negatively, dark, uh, not full of power for us. And we want to be conscious to the words. Did I lose you guys? No, I, you okay. know, what I'm thinking about is I want to, and I wanted to take a moment and just stay in the breath of silence with that because this is really sometimes what we must do, Holland. You know, sometimes our first instinct isn't always the best when it comes to our words or our thoughts. And we can pause, right? Mm-hmm. We can pause. Uh, uh, you know, the other thing that I really loved about what you wrote here, um, you ask some really interesting questions. You know, you take us on this idea exactly about the imprints that negative thoughts have. Negative thoughts, negative words, negative statements, you know. Uh, I loved the movie. Uh, I've watched it a hundred times. Silver Linings Playbook, right? That book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Notebook, whatever. Silver linings, right? Yeah. I love that movie. And, you know, I often think, why, what am I relating to in that movie? Am I relating to a happy ending? Am I relating, what am I relating to? And I think the thing that I stepped away from with is I was relating to a character in the movie that was so determined, despite the wreckage of his own life, was so determined to find the silver lining. And, you know, this energy and this shift sometimes enables us to make that silver lining more, more obvious than, than ever. Can you talk for a little bit about how this connection to words can help us literally, literally, change or transform our lives from within and then on the outside? Well, thoughts are things and words are powerful tools. So I really want everyone to really get that. Words are powerful tools. The way we speak to ourselves changes the way we think about ourselves which then allows us to really sit in that place of power and knowingness. When we come from a place of being connected to knowingness, to trusting ourselves, to really knowing that when that ping in the stomach or, or that little tap on the shoulder that so often we, we walk away from, we say, oh, no, 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 no. When we get to a point of really starting by connecting from our words and, and more changing our thoughts and then changing our actions, which is bigger, because then we become a bigger force in the world for good. We become a person who is of service 
instead of expecting to be served. And we are all here to find that connection. And however, however the journey is, uh, and we've all had our bumps and our pitfalls, and we've all fallen down, it's about getting up. And I, I talk about understanding that kindness and your connecting to your words, how you speak to yourself and how you speak to others, that is your truth. Because no one arrives on the planet negative, critical. We arrive when, when we think of little babies and we look at little babies. We arrive wide-eyed and we're innocent and we're full of wonder and we're open and ready for adventures and a magical journey. But some of us, unfortunately, have been taught through parents who didn't know any better to surrender from the true language of joy and being inquisitive, and we end up entering into an an arena of self-doubt and criticism. And what I ask is that this be your moment to become aware and conscious of that and to walk away, to exit that arena today. It is a choice. It is a decision. And you start Today, you will no longer belittle or shame yourself, and you don't belittle and shame others. If someone is overweight and you don't like it, then then turn away and look in a different direction. It's not your business to discuss how other people look or their clothing or if they look unkempt or, you know, someone shouldn't be homeless. I heard someone the other day on the street saying, well, you know, if that person would have made the right choices in life, he wouldn't be homeless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that is amazing that you would yeah. know that just from walking by someone on the street who's homeless with a sign. You, Wow, that yeah. is really amazing. And it's not, it's, that's coming from a place of really being critical. And, and I asked people to make the decision, and later in the year we talk about poisonous people. And you're not able to really uh, know if poisonous people are in your sphere until you connect to the words, which is why we we look at poisonous people in July as we find greater independence. And you start to look at those who are in your life, who are the people that are constantly finding fault and being critical and being racial, uh, you know, that, that negative, nasty talk. There is no reason to be with those people. There is no reason to join in. And if you are someone joining in, you need to make the decision. You will exit the arena today. Yeah. I love what we're talking about, Holland. Let me tell you why. And then uh, and then we'll talk about January and how the book is kind of laid out. The reason I, I, I love this is because... Uh, we were asked recently, Pat, you know, why now? Why why are you creating, you know, this network with 10 unique channels about positive talk? And why now crowdfunding, you know, to finish the technology sooner? Why now? Why do, why do you want to do it now? And I find myself, and it's not just me, I have a great team of people here. And we used to try to figure out why now. And there's sometimes that, you know, we get plugged in to an energy that's calling forth, you know, a shift 
from negative to positive and we can't really explain it. You know, we happen to be part of that wave right now of energy that's calling this forth um, at a global and community level. But certainly for many of us here, it started at the individual level, right? It started with our own personal journeys. And by the way, you know, being homeless at 17, I could probably answer that question for you. <laughs> mm-hmm, you see, you see. Uh, as I look back. But if you'd asked me that at 17, I couldn't. If you'd asked me at 17, you know, you know, gee, perhaps you could have made a different choice, Pat, and you wouldn't be sitting there begging for money at the Port Authority. Well, if you'd asked me that at 17, I'd have probably looked at you and said, Hey, you know what? I haven't eaten in about 10 days. Do you mind if you give me a few bucks? That would have been my response at 17 being homeless. But today I get to look back. In the first part of the book, you look at January and lay the book out month by month. But you you call for something very interesting, Holland. I really didn't expect it in January. (laughs) I didn't. I mean, I expected like every other book that comes across the table, January is a time to set goals to do this. You do not ask us to do that. No. It is brilliant. I'm going to do it. Please tell us uh, what is it about January that you're calling us to do, which I think is different than what most people do. Well, thank you, and uh, I'm excited that you're going to jump in and, and play with us this year. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, we, we think about this, you know, we've had six weeks. We've had six weeks of, of sugar highs and alcohol highs and food highs and spending and chocolate and just everything imaginable, and it's very difficult to come off that roller coaster and jump into cutting out everything, and that's very often, you know, we're an all or nothing, Right. And I thought, gosh, you know, we are not really in sync with, with necessarily exercising. Even if we're, we exercise, it's, look, I walk all over the city. I, I can walk 10 miles in this city like nothing. But I'm going to tell you, in cold January when it's, you know, 20 <laughs> degrees and the wind chill makes it feel 10 below, I don't feel like walking two blocks. <laughs> right. So I'm not out there pushing it. And while I try to stick with what I'm doing... I thought it would be great to look at, we're more like bears, right? We want to hibernate. So we want to focus in a different way. And so what we do is we start with reflection. And we really look at a couple of different things to really sync up to the new year in a new way. Uh, The first thing that we want to do is we want to start thinking about how we can slow down. We are all multitasking every minute of every day, and we are creating ADHD within ourselves. We are giving ourselves ADD. And so we need to step away from that, and we need to simply say, hey, I'm going to focus on slowing down. And then we have another week where we say, hey, let's, let's internalize this more. Let's I'm working with you from the inside out. So by the time spring comes, you've got your mind-body connection and you can really begin to exercise and be excited about it, especially if it's not something you particularly love. So we are rewiring internally. We're looking at gratitude and we're looking at how we want the holidays to be coming up in 2016, how we want to change that, what we want that's different. So we're, 
we're, we're going to do a little spin on that. And so it's really about shifting and following and respecting the seasons instead of fighting and pushing against that. Yeah. And you're right about that. I mean, clearly for uh, many of us, right, you know, that grew up in places where, you know, yeah, you don't think about I'm going to take like a a three mile uh, run today or walk today. Let me go do that. And by the way, it's 28 degrees and minus five below. Or if you're living where I live in the Pacific Northwest and you were thinking, yeah, I think I'd like to take a walk the other day in the torrential downpour. Right. That is uncharacteristic. No. And then what happens? You beat yourself up and then you say, I can't stick to anything. And I, I, you know, my resolutions are all by the, by the fifth day there, I'm a loser. And, and again, we get into that self-talk that's negative and critical. So we want to set ourselves up to get what we want. And part of that is respecting the seasons and honoring the seasons. We are in the season of winter. And like bears, we need to hibernate a little bit. We need to do some internal house cleaning before we go outside and work externally. That will come. We will, we will, we will link that and connect that more in March and April. But for now, we're going we're gonna to do it a little differently. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is very cool. You know, we are doing a lot of really cool things. Our crowdfunding campaign is launching in January. What a great time now to reflect. Uh, I want to ask you about one of the reflections because I think this is really at the crux of, you know, where I am right at the moment. I'm in deep, deep gratitude for so many things. And I, th- I believe you talk about reflect your blessings. Uh, can I read this? Sure. I love this. This is one of my favorite lines. And as a matter of fact, I, with your permission, I'm going to post it. Absolutely. And it starts out and it says, flush the toxins out of your mind. No greens required. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, but, you're, you know, it really is part of reflect your blessing. So, again, here I started to read this. I did not expect that in this section, right? Uh, you say gratitude works like a Ferris wheel. How so? Well, you, you know, the more we focus on what we are grateful for, what mm. we have in our lives, who we have in our lives, it connects us on a deeper level to all of our blessings. And it connects us universally and spiritually because what is the saying? Like attracts like. So as we are consistently focusing on how much we have, suddenly we've got more. And then we're grateful and we're focusing on, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have so much. I have so much. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Let me share. Let me give. And then it's like, oh my goodness, I didn't expect this. What? There's more? And it, so it really, the more you are focusing on it, it really is like a Ferris wheel. It just goes around and around and around, and the blessings are more abundant, and they continue to arrive in your life. And this is, you, you know, when you peer through a lens of gratitude, you see more options for the road to choose. You are able to celebrate your milestones. You can see all the new beginnings. When you're coming from a place of thankfulness, gratitude, 
it's a different set of glasses than when you're coming from lack and shame and victim and there's nothing for me. It, it's very, it's very different. Yeah. And, you know, it is a different energy and an energy that many people will get to experience through the process that you've put forth. I love what you've done in the book. And again, uh, I would please take a moment. Thank you so much for all that you do. Take a moment. Let folks know, please, how they can go about getting a copy of the book. Uh, Give out your website again. And it's so great to have you joining all of us today. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, and I hope this has really ignited and inspired your listeners to to go off and do just great things and be really conscious and connected to their life. So please uh, give me a shout-out, or if you'd uh, like to get any more information about what I do, you can reach me at Holland Haas. Again, that's H-O-L-L-A-N-D-H-A-I-I-S, like Sam.com. And my book can be purchased through my website, barnesandnoble.com, balboapress.com, my publisher, uh, An Umbrella of Hay House, and also through amazon.com. So it is out there, it is available, it is waiting for you, and I think you'll really enjoy the journey. Yeah, and what I want to say to those of you out there, if you're thinking, wow, I really want this year to be different, but I don't know how to go about it, uh, what Holland has done has laid out a blueprint a blueprint that I consider a blueprint not just to a higher consciousness or consciously connecting, but a blueprint for those of us that have decided we really want to live life full out. You know, Holland, thank you so much for today. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, what I'd like to leave everyone with is the moment that you realize that you can consciously connect to every aspect of your life, every aspect, your goals, your boundaries, your playtime, your family. The moment you realize that, you will become empowered and the roads of possibility will open up in front of you tenfold. So I wish you all a consciously connected 2016 and I hope that great, great things come, come your way. I love it. And for those of you out there, I want to thank you all for an amazing year. I want to thank you, as Holland has done, for so much of the information and the feedback that you've given us. And believe it or not, every single request you've made of us, every change to our websites, any way to deliver what we're delivering, we have incorporated. So stay tuned as we come upon February 14th for what we are getting ready to release to all of you. Thanks to you. We'll see you next time and Happy New Year. Tides that I tried to swim against.